Welcome to the Home Manic. You are listening to the segment on snakes. Welcome back to the Home Medic, where we help keep your money in your wallet, to your family out of the hospital. And speaking of in and out, let's say that we probably want to have snakes in the world, but out of our house. Would that be true, McKay Tauti? Yes. Bingo. So you would like to have a segment, maybe even a finished segment, where we talk about how to keep the dangerous kinds of snakes out of your home. Perfect. And I'm going to venture to say you probably want all snakes out of your home. Every single last little guy. Every one of them. Mm-hmm. Whether, even if they're nice snakes. I sh- yep. Okay. They have people who love them and they can stay with them. Okay. Then we'll do that. So, you know, this kind of goes back to where we started. What motivates a snake? They're looking for food. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm going to go to a story I have about my brother-in-law. He was a bit of an amateur farmer. I actually followed his pathway. He became a civil engineer, uh, I don't know, back, I, I want to say maybe the early 70s. And I saw his lifestyle, and, you know, I saw the cool piano that he bought when he bought a new house, and I thought that was the awesomest thing ever. So I decided I'd follow that pathway, do the engineering thing. Okay, smart. So we did that. I'm that close to this individual. But he was also a bit of a amateur farmer. So he liked to have his corn. He liked to have the, the tomatoes. He liked to have the chickens. He had the chicken coop, and he built this very cool amateur farm on his one acre of land. Cool. You know, pretty much the back two-thirds of that, or maybe half, you know, thereabouts, was this farm. So then he had all this corn, and he decided he was going to add chickens. And he doesn't just have two chickens. He probably had 30 of them. Wow. Then the next thing he realizes is that he can feed his chickens with the corn that he's growing on his own land. And, you know, so far this story is the most boring story ever, right? I like it. He stores the corn in a particular place, and then as he is shoveling the corn over to the chickens, he starts noticing that he's shoveling more than corn. He's shoveling mouse feces. Yeah. So this at first becomes a hantavirus story. If things had gone differently, my brother-in-law dies from hantavirus. But he didn't. But he didn't. Okay. The story goes on. If there is hantavirus, if there's mouse feces, there's mice. Mm -hmm. And if there's mice, there's snakes. Mm-hmm. So the next thing that we worry about or need to check off the list, you know, given the amateur farmer that he is, is not only is he protecting himself from the hantavirus, but is he also protecting himself from the rattlers that are going to be in his yard, again, because of this ecosystem that he has created. Okay, and why do you think there's rattlers? Because there's mice. Oh, don't garden snakes eat mice? Yeah, uh, there's lots of kinds of snakes that eat mice. One of those kinds of snakes is going to be rattlers. Okay, and they are quite prominent where he lived. Yeah, well, they're in the state. They're everywhere. If you live in the United States, you live in rattlesnake territory. Okay. You know, and I tell people, for example, that if you create the set of conditions that uh, nature wants, be it termites or mice or snakes or what have you, they will find you there. If you create wet wood in your home, you'll have termites. they will come. Yeah. And so building it for snakes is going to be having food there, and food is mice. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, obviously there's some other critters that could be on that list, but mice is going to apply pretty much anywhere and everywhere. Mm Mm-hmm. So that is one good way to have snakes, mice, hantavirus, all the above inside your house. 
What makes this story a little bit more interesting is that my sister is a bit of a germ freak <laughs> to the point that she made her daughters wear a baggie over their hands when they petted the cat outdoors. And so, you know, understanding that we have this level of being germ, let's just say germ aware. Okay, I like it. What she didn't realize is that, you know, having this whole chicken coop concept was bringing in one of the nastiest viruses into her yard that you could bring in. That, the hantavirus, is not just going to make you sick, it can be deadly. Right. Okay. Coming back to snakes, because all this kind of rolls together, if you want to keep snakes out of your yard, you do the things that don't motivate them to be there, Mm -hmm. like corn and et cetera. Then you have mouse condos, and we talked about this briefly in one of the earlier podcasts. If you've got rocks, if you've got wood piles, those sorts of things, those are all going to be havens for the mice as well as the snakes. So I would assume you also need to make sure you've got covers on your dryer vents or your... You're the home medic, Garth. You're the one who knows the names of all these things. But the, the airflow pipe that does your furnace... Yeah, good. that would be the probably the combustion air okay. source that you're talking about. <laughs> the combustion air source. Just make sure all of these things have some sort of guard on them, right? Now you bring back a number of pictures in my mind where, for example, there was a dryer vent that was maybe an inch above the soil level Mm -hmm. in these older homes. Mm -hmm. That would be an easy place for a snake to find his way in. And of course, you know, I mentioned a hundred times to my clients that, you know, that's an easy pathway for mice, but the snakes going into the house would be double awesome. Okay. So one time we lived in Georgia and We lived in a two-story house, and in Georgia, this was seriously 35 years ago, but maybe even a little bit more, but we won't worry about anyway. Because you're only 36 years old. That's right. I'm 29. But anyway, so you had to put cinder blocks on your toilets at night because the rats would come up. But this one day, um, my mom was in her room, and we had hardwood floors even upstairs, and she screamed. And the next thing I knew, she called my dad, who was the football coach down at the local high school, teeny tiny little town. And so he comes running home and there was um, a snake under her bed, a big (laughs) snake under Uh her bed. And this snake had a rope around its neck for some reason. So somebody must have been messing with it, but it was a poisonous snake. I don't remember what kind. And I just remember he was able to grab that rope and... He he put it outside of his pickup truck and drove it far away, and I don't know what he did with it. Which now, being an adult, it's so weird. Why wouldn't he just run over it? Sorry, snake lovers. But he, that's what he did. He he hung it out his pickup truck. But it was in our house, under her bed, in her room. Wow. Yeah. 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 That was so a they, story. they can get in. You need to be aware of those sorts of things. Another one of my, uh, let's just call it a field trip down to Costa Rica. Oh, I love that. We did the zipline thing. As we were going to and from the zipline, we were going through these jungles of um, oh, so scary. orchards of, was it bananas or palms? I don't remember what it was, but it was those kinds of trees. And the workers there would, uh, as they were working on these trees, the branches that they cut off were just laid at the base of the tree. Mm -hmm. obviously. And so you get these piles of branches, and this was a favorite place for the local snakes. So they had to be very careful as they were cleaning up these branches to avoid getting bit by what in Costa Rica are some very nasty snakes. Yeah, sure. Now, you know, the listener, you might be thinking, okay, I'm not going to Costa Rica. I haven't been to Costa Rica. I don't care. But this applies very much to uh, wherever you live because I've seen as a home inspector, let's say that you've got a 
you know, a jungle sort of a space maybe in your backyard. Maybe you've got a shed and the, and the space around and behind the shed pretty much goes wild. You Which know? all of us, nobody cares about behind your shed. Right. And so you have that sort of thing going. You know, this is the equivalent of having that leaf pile there in Costa Rica. And then maybe somebody decides to go back there to chase a ball or maybe the kids are playing hide and seek. You've got snakes. Yeah, and you've yeah. got these snakes, and it could very easily be a rattler or a cottonmouth or, you know, depending on where you live, a copperhead, whatever. I've also heard that snakes get up into siding. Have you ever seen that, or is that true, Garth? That definitely can happen, and what you're going to want to look for is any path where the snake can get itself in. So dryer vents, sometimes on siding, especially with siding, you have that corner bead, mm-hmm. you know, that kind of finishes the look on siding. Right. Those are called mouse elevators. Oh, wow. Nice. <laughs> so a mouse can get in the bottom of those and go straight up as far as he wants to go. And if he wants to get into the attic, then he's into the attic. And the same sort of thing applies to a snake who is following the mouse. He's going to take the same pathway. Right. So you go looking for those sorts of things, especially with sighting. There are a number of pathways they can get in. If you've got a central air unit, quite often there will be a two-inch diameter hole through which you've got a one-inch diameter and a one-quarter-inch diameter pipe. So make sure that's filled in so very make well. Make sure that's filled in nicely. So fill in that nicely. Make sure screens are on windows. Make sure... How do you keep your siding? Like, how do you keep snakes out of your siding? just needs to be installed properly. And then on those mouse elevators, Mm -hmm. you just put in, you know, the steel wool, and then you just seal those up on the bottom side. So seal them. Cap them up. Anything else you can think of? You might even need to just make yourself a snake for about five or ten minutes and just kind of walk around the home and think, okay, if I was a snake, how am I going to get in? And that, folks, is how Garth is such an amazing home medic. He becomes... The prey. <laughs> Not the prey. He becomes the hunter. See what are you if you're a snake or a snake. mouse trying to get in? Become the snake. He becomes the rodent. <laughs> <laughs> the varmint. The things you've accused me of before. That's another it's one. It's all getting better right now. Okay. You, McKay, are now master of your mansion. And let's, uh, let's give you a mansion because we finished up this segment. Where's your mansion at and how many snakes do we have in it? You know what? My mansion is on the side of a hill and it's beautiful and I don't have a dryer and I don't have anything and it's made completely of some substance that snakes can never get in and I have a maid service that takes care of all my needs that any of those appliances would have used. (laughs) There you go. And I'm going to piss off the sighting people because they will email me and say that sighting can be made to be snake and mouse proof and that is true but let's just make your mansion a little bit better in sighting and we'll we'll go with... And go to sighting people who are on your website. Yeah. Uh, should we go with rock or masonry uh, yes, for your house? Definitely. Okay. And, rock is pretty. And you say you're not going to have a dryer in your mansion. I'm not going to have a dryer or an AC. So that means I have to live. Oh, I know where I'm going to live. I'm going to live on a beautiful cliff overlooking the ocean with a little path that goes down to a sandy beach. Okay. But I won't have any places in my home. There are no holes that these varmints could get into in any way, shape, or form. I've been able to hire the help that would be needed for those types of services. That is your mansion, McKay. You, the listener, are now also master of your mansion as relates to snakes. And more information always at homemedicworld.com. Be yourself. Everybody else, they're taken. Hi, this is Julian McKay with your Natural Solutions Tip for the Day. 
Yeah, well, Julie's being a little sketchy today, but we're going to share a really special essential oil with you. The Women's Monthly Blend. Now, for all you men, this is a good tip that you You want to share with your wife. As bad as she does. If you'd like the best for all of your worst weeks, period, contact us at naturalsolutions at homemedicalgirl.com. Bam. Bam. (laughs) 